Welcome back to In The Word. What is this jingle we're listening to? You are listening to the jingle that my students made. They actually made this? They made it. Like, with And they emailed it to me. That was delightful. That was really good. I didn't even know that students emailed nowadays. Dude, I still email. Well, yeah, but you're a different generation. That's true. I am from... No, I'm actually from the same... Generation as our students? It depends, actually, because I'm Gen Z. Well, you're, yeah. Gen, you're millennial, unfortunately. Yeah, not. Um, you're, how old are you? I'm 23. I'm 26. Wait, what just. I mean, first off, sorry. First off, welcome back. Yeah, it's I've been, been a while. It's been a month or so. And welcome. We actually see each other every week, but. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since we've podcasted, we're so trying to build a story. But you're right. we're well, we're back in the word. Yes, with W and T. Yes, and we have uh, Luke with us today. Luke, reintroduce yourself. Um, my name is Luke. A lot of you have met me actually because I'm in W and T now. Yeah. And what are you doing so with W and T? I'm with the juniors. You're leading. I'm leading. Let's the juniors. go. We got a new. I'm trying leader. to lead them. Yes. You do you're doing a good job. job. Yeah, Jinx. it is so much fun. We've had two weeks so far this year. Yeah, two weeks um, so far. It's been good. We played Kill last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was fun. See, that been game. been thinking about that all day. It's a good game. Uh-huh. That game, we usually play that on Iron Man. It's a, it was a tradition game we played, but now it's a whenever we feel the vibe. I'm always building the vibe to play that game. It'll be a weekly thing now. It probably will with looking it. It'll be a big part of my personality moving forward. <laughs> yeah. This is who he is, Kill. But we got to call Caleb in. Yeah, Caleb. I'm I'm mad with I'm mad. Caleb is lazy and he's not here in person. I mean, he, granted, he had a very long day and I, I did not have a. He's day. a hardworking boy. He's a hardworking boy, and I'm not. I'm just selling products. That's not true. And wearing two watches, I guess, but. He's not here with us right now because he's at home resting with his dogs. Two watches because you don't have the time. I don't have the time. I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. But one watch watches my health, and the other watch is just simply for aesthetic. See, you're bougie, boy. <clears throat> I am bougie. They call me Sam Street for no, for nothing. Caleb, are you there? I am here. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. No, I can't. I've been saying, like, hello. Are we live? We're live, We're yeah. so live. Oh. We can't go back. So we're meeting. It's a uh, Thursday night, and we all decided to meet to do this podcast. And Caleb did not show up because he was lazy. No, just Sam. I'm still working, dude. You, it's what happens when you're an entrepreneur. That's what happens when you have a wife and business. That's not what happens kids. when you have a wife. I'm not working right now. Yeah, it's just choices yeah. you make, Caleb. So what it happens? Is, is that kids in the background? Are you? Do you have a kid, Caleb? I do not have a kid. It's our neighbors. Wow. So you're. But you have two kids, though. You're having a yardy, is what you're doing. Kind of. I wish it was a party. No yardy. You know, we. You could actually real for like, reals. You could come over after this and have ice cream with us and Mandy and Gunner. Oh, that sounds like a blast. Morgan so. and I are actually going to go out to dinner. Nice. So, wow. Yeah. You're going to leave the boys for your wife? I am. That's how it should be. But Amen, brother. Yep. Anyways, Amen, brother. I was driving, and I thought of a really funny story. Yeah. And Let's... I don't 
I don't know what brought it to my mind, but we've been gone it's for four good. weeks. So what happened to you guys? Well, this this happened to me years ago, not in the last four weeks. The last four weeks, I don't really remember. It's kind of a blur. I remember it. Well, but I- this, but this this story. Oh man, how old was I? I was young. I want to say, let's just put it at like second grade. So that's pretty a long time ago. Yeah. So my family, we lived in Erie. We lived in Vista Point, Scotigs, which is right over by Vista Ridge. And our house, we had a we had a pretty big grass backyard. Wow, that was loud. What are you doing, Caleb? Sorry, that was my ring going off. Nice <laughs> camera. Anyways, we had a pretty big grass backyard, <clears throat> and then down one side of our one side of our house, we had just a bunch of rocks, and then down the other side, it was probably eight feet wide. So you know, if you laid down, you had a foot on each side of you, right? Yeah, six foot. So it's about eight feet wide and just dirt, right? And so every year, that patch of dirt would just grow a ton of weeds. That's gross. It would just be like a little forest back there. Probably we would have to, to pull them every year, and it yeah. was my I. Hated pulling weeds so Did much your as dad a kid. Just put grass on it. Did he not? No. Okay. So here's what here's what we did one year, which blows my mind. I I love my dad. I respect him. He's you know. Anyways, <laughs> he, a pretty big know, we love you, Kevin. By the way, but looking back at this, this was not the wisest decision. <laughs> he one year the weeds are big. And he's looking at it, and he's like, he Molotov goes in the garage. Cocktail. What? Molotov cocktail. <laughs> he goes in the garage, pulls out a can of gasoline. No, did he burn his... Goes down and just starts pouring gasoline on all the weeds. Keep in mind, our house is, is right... next to another house. Well, yeah, it's next to another house, but our house is right there. And, the, and the fence is That's right there. That's There's good point. probably like 10 feet of spacing between the house and the... And the fence. So no, does he feet. light the field so, on fire? So yeah, sure enough, he throws a match on it, and it just <laughs> I wish takes I off. There. And I'm, I am like loving this. As a kid, I, I don't think about our house burning down or the fence catching on fire or anything. I'm just like, this wow. is sweet. And Man, so we just, I gone. just watch the weeds just take off in flames. Our fence ended up burnt. It got a little scorched. It didn't catch on fire, but it was burnt. <laughs> it was heaven. It was a little black. But he's a silly goose. For some reason, I was driving down the road and I just thought of that memory, and I was like, "Man, that was really dangerous. We could have legit like burnt our house down easily." Kevin, silly goose. <laughs> I hope yeah. we love you first, Kevin. But that's probably one of the silliest thing I've ever. I heard think you Luke has a story about house oh, fires. Yeah, my entire house burning down. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. you didn't know about that? No, my house back in New York. Dude, I was a junior in high school. Tell us what happened. What are we can do about it. Well, so I have two I fire stories. One of them's quick. Um, so we have like our house, <laughs> silly, goose. and then a big in in ground pool, and then my dad built a tiki hut, and we had a big deck that kind of spanned the the length of the pool, and um, I was playing with fire one day. When I was probably <laughs> a freshman in high school. Oh, I, I you was, lit the. Fi- House on fire? Loved fire. I still love fire. Who am I kidding? Oh my gosh. Fire's cool. It is. A, a house burn did not show you any 
changes? This was before the house fire. Okay. I was playing around with fire. Yes. And then I think, I don't know what, what I was doing, but I remember I just stuffed all this like burnt napkins and stuff in a soda can and threw it in the garbage. Oh my and gosh. And I walked inside, just like, whatever, I'm done with that. And then we heard a big pop. It was just my brother and I and a couple of our buddies hanging out. And um, we heard this big pop. We're like, what was that? And we ran out, and the tiki hut, half the tiki hut was just engulfed in flames. <laughs> so, so we just start freaking out. And just, I we're just like, grab a, grab a bucket, grab a bucket. <laughs> and we were like, a, the fire brigade, just bucket, water, fire, boom, boom, boom. We got it out. Nice. And I cleaned it up. Did your, did your parents ever find out? I told them. Okay. I couldn't live with like not telling them. You know what I mean? I mean, your dad could have walked out and, and not see his tiki hut anymore. Well, it didn't like nothing was damaged that bad. It just and I cleaned it up because I just he would have found out at some point. Yeah, he was cleaning it out. Man, oh, I have a story about the burning. The Lord convicted you at a young age. I have a story about well, burning no, something. I burned my house down two days later. <laughs> two days later. I'm just kidding. I didn't burn it down. Josh, you talking I, about the one? Uh, we're, we're gonna have to tell this story on a future podcast. But I have a story where I burnt something and I didn't tell my dad and he found out. But I also, That's going to be a future podcast. This is a future podcast as well, but I have I have a good story of when I was playing golf in the garage, and you can imagine where this went. Uh, I'm, trying, like I'm trying story. to imagine where it went. Was, so was I was, there a fire? No. It, I just, what made you think of that? Because <laughs> we're just stretching our own homes now. Okay, so Luke, tell us about the big burn down. So the big fire... What happened was, it's really, it's not as exciting as me almost, like, me having a hand in it. What happened was, it was squirrels in our attic that chewed the wrong wire on the wrong day in the spring, and it was windy, and it was dry, and the thing went up and down in 20 minutes. Wow. So, from my perspective, though, I'm at school, junior in high school, leaving, leaving on the bus, Whatever, normal day. I'm gonna go play. You're a junior Minecraft high schooler in, on the bus. Yeah. Nice. I come from a town with 2,000 people. I graduated with 80 kids. <laughs> yeah. I took the bus. Yeah. Sounds like just sounds like too far to walk. Premature. Is there only one around. bus for the whole school? No, we had, uh, no, we had more than one bus. Okay. Sounds My like, mom was a bus driver for a while. Sounds like premature Erie Colorado. Yeah, back <laughs> when back when my fence almost burned yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small town. So anyway, we left, I left, I'm on the bus, and I'm leaving the town, we live just outside the village, and we come around the, I come around the corner, and my house is up on a hill, and I'm, you know, happy as a clam, looking around, oh cool, leaves are coming in, and I look up, and I'm like, oh, that's holy my cow, house. that's some fire up there, that's my house, <laughs> and so I'm just like, get, what is happening, get me off this bus, I get off, I, I had to run up, like, quarter of a mile back up to my grandma's because the bus stop was a little bit down the road and um and my grandma was outside her house is close to ours yeah just at the bottom of the hill she's outside with a neighbor and we're just looking at the house burn and that's so tough so obviously i wasn't there i didn't get hurt nobody got hurt everybody was safe my brother was in the house though when it was on fire oh my gosh um he was, he actually like, he got hurt real bad 
in a car accident back then. So he was kind of hanging around the house, and he it was the middle of the day, and he lay down to take a nap. Jeez, jeez. He took a nap for like five minutes, and he said something woke him up, but he isn't sure what it was. Oh God! And I, yeah, oh absolutely, yeah. Because he he got up and just kind of knew something was wrong, and looked outside, saw fire, grabbed the dogs. Wow! Had to climb out the window. Dang! Wow. Save the dogs wow. too. Save what the dogs. a man! Yeah. He had to the, climb out of the window. Yeah. While he was Jeez. injured. Um, he was like in recovery. He was able to climb out of the window without okay, like hurting it yeah. worse. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the they the fire department told him if you had fallen asleep and you stayed asleep, died. like they were telling him that he was probably feeling sleepy because of carbon monoxide. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, makes but sense. Something woke woke him up. I think we all know what did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he got out of there and everything was safe. And yeah, we lost a lot. It, yeah. But that's why we have home insurance. Well, yeah. In my family, we're not really materialistic. So yeah. we, it actually kind of brought us closer together. So I, I think we all Dang. look back at it with fond that. memories. Praise the Lord. Yeah. That's crazy. Plus, I Dude. mean, <clears throat> how cool. Like, yeah. For, a split, for real. For a split second, it's kind of cool kind of cool but yeah your house that's is, a big fire it's a big know, it's your house <laughs> it's pretty cool well, that's yeah. a huge it's kind of cool, like, cool. Like, so cool. <sighs> i grew up in the insurance world so i always look at the world through insurance <laughs> that's funny that's me there is something about a big fire yeah i remember driving <clears throat> during the marshall fire i have a good story about fires i drove up by the erie dump yeah and I could see it just, yeah. I was like, whoa, was this crazy, is crazy. Yeah. I was dog sitting during that, dude. Where were you? I was in Broomfield. This is from the Groundberg family, shout out. And they were in Kansas. Yeah. And I had to take care of their dog who did not like me and their cat who loved me. And uh, the fire was happening and I had to like prepare to take all the important documentation for them and their dogs and cat That's and tough. hope to pray that if it gets here, that it doesn't burn a family's house while I'm dog sitting. I've never had that happen before, but it's hard trying to decide for someone else. What's the important thing. Oh yeah. Megan had to do that with my roommate. Cause we, I lived in Louisville at the time Yeah, and we evacuated. Yeah. And, um, because we were coming back up from Denver, and we were like one of the last cars into the city. Yeah. And we didn't have a ton of time. We were able to get a bunch of stuff together, but Megan had to kind of... I was focused on my stuff, and everyone yeah. got their own things, and then Megan grabbed everything for my fourth roommate who wasn't who couldn't get into the city at that yeah. point. That's crazy. Granted, um, the only important things was already in boxes, and they also have kids that were, were adopted, so like that's important for them is their certifications and all that. So... But all that said, we had some time off, and now we're back. Yeah, Sam, what'd you do with those four off weeks? Dude, I did not like the time off. It was nice, I'll say, but I was missing you guys earnestly, <laughs> so I'm glad to be back. Um, one of the things I did is I had my birthday. Oh, yeah. super fun. I turned 23, and uh, we had this thing that, called, that Josh created called a Yardie, which is a party in your backyard. Yep, so a yardie. A yardie. Love Love so it. we play crossnet. We need to we need to normalize yardies now. I think Hashtag so. Hashtag yardie. Someone make a 
popular. Anyways, so we did that. Had my birthday. Um, and then I don't know if you guys know or not, but Sam's actually moving to Arizona. Yeah, that's a good point as well. So Luke's gonna be uh, taking Sam's spot. Yeah, while he's well, gone and not taking, he's fulfilling it. But I'll I'll still be back. I'm creating a new spot for myself because yes. Sam's spot can never be filled. Yeah, yeah, good call. That's a good. That's a very sweet way to say that. Um, but it'd kind of be weird, just me and Caleb doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Luke is a great podcaster. He has we we have some things going on in the background, but Luke has a real talent for podcasting. He does. You gotta listen. I said this when we were playing CrossNet. Yeah. At your yardie. <clears throat> Don't get my head bigger, any bigger than it needs to be. Hey, we just love you, and you're very talented. Well, I and love I'm you. excited what the Lord has. I'm for really excited for you to us. go to Arizona, Sam. It's such an awesome opportunity that you have. Yeah. So yeah, that's happening. It's it's in action. In I, the works. In the works, I'm preparing to move on with work, ideally. with That looks differently right now. We're trying to figure that out. But my departure time is probably late July, early August. So, okay, yeah. Yeah, but what did you guys do? What did uh, you, you well, do? I don't know if we have time to tell about what we did when we were Luckily, off. You had a wedding. Oh, yeah. My uh, my brother-in-law got married Thursday. But you're, A week ago tonight. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, Caleb. What did you do in Morgan? Man, I I stayed I stayed really busy. I think part of the reason why uh, I don't know if you guys mentioned this or not, but my dad ended up having to have heart surgery. And so yeah, I wanted to bring it up, but I didn't uh, even know if that was public for all of us. But yeah, good. yeah. I mean, I think it's it's public knowledge and everything. But okay. Um, but yeah, just him having heart surgery. I'm trying to take care of business, uh, like business stuff for him and stuff. And yeah. So it's just. Um, just been super busy. Haven't really had a ton of time. Yeah. Um, to do really anything extra at all. So. Yeah. Kevin, if you're listening, uh, we love you. We've been praying for you, and it was great seeing you last Sunday. Ready for you to get better. Yeah. Yes, we're ready to go to Bear Jackson next year. So heal up. <laughs> Luke, what'd you do? Yeah. Um, I've just been working. Just inspecting trees. You a been tree doctor? A trees. I'm a tree doctor. Planting yeah. a lot of trees? Uh, yeah, last year we removed a ton after the fires. Yeah. Because um, if you don't know, I worked for the city of Louisville. So we were just taking out all the trees that were affected with our big fire there. Yeah. And uh, this year's pretty much just replanting, replacing all those trees that we lost. A lot of it's also um, the emerald ash borer. Yeah. You've heard of that little no. deviant. It's uh, it's just this little emerald-colored beetle mm-hmm. that's affecting uh. ash trees uh. pretty much across the United States. They're so gross. Um, yeah, They're, I could I could fill a whole podcast with why I hate <laughs> those little things, but that's I mean funny. it's job security. So, <laughs> would you do me a favor? Look, just look right behind you. That tree was planted yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did they do a good job. Um, it's a little crooked. Dang it. But I don't know. I'd have to dig it up to see because it depends. The I'm sorry for making noise. <laughs> can we can we dig it up and replant it the right Could way? We? Yeah, Is absolutely. It? We could. Who planted it? Your, uh, just the community. Alpine Gardens. Okay. The sorry, Alpine Gardens. I hope. Shout out to them, but do better. <laughs> I mean, they didn't really finish off like backfill on the hole. Don't oh my hold, gosh. There's still, there's still a hole around it. It's, Dang it. 
Play we it. have Luke, the PM, and Dr. We'll, we'll go check it out after this. We definitely can, because the most important thing when you're planting a tree is height. Yeah. So you don't want it too deep. Yeah. You don't want it too high. You want the perfect height. And <clears throat> I mean, it's a little bit crooked, okay. um, but watering is the second thing. Yeah. And so I'm sure that's going to get plenty of water. The only thing that might be a problem with it is if they left the cage on the root ball. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't want that. Which happens all the time, but you wouldn't know until you dug it up. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dig it up after this podcast. It looks doesn't look like there's anything on there. So. That's good. Cool. We can totally rip that thing out. Let's do it. Let's do it. We can at least straighten it out a little bit. All right. Well, we'll go play with the tree. On that note, let's take a quick. uh, Let's get into it. Yeah, we're getting. Let's get into it. So we're (laughs) talking. uh, We're going through Proverbs. Proverbs uh, one. Proverbs one. The fear of the Lord. Yeah, we uh, we're actually recording this after the first week of W and T. So. We got to hear Solomon's sermon, which I think was great. I was like, so good. I'm glad glad you got to hear that. So it gives me some ideas of what to talk about. But what do you guys think? What stood out to you? Yeah. I mean, I took a lot of notes. And I think the biggest thing is that um, there's a lot of things that he quoted. Like, for me, it was a good reminder. I'm in a season right now where I am like relying on God. And my view was pretty small on God. Like, I'm viewing a small God. And I loved that um, Solomon just reminded us that God is big. He's merciful. He's powerful. He's all- almighty. And when we have little faith in a big God, I mean, that's just strong faith right there. That's a small mustard seed that will grow into a bigger, um, to a, a branch of uh, what the Lord's doing. And so... For me, I just love the idea of just being reminded that God is big and he's done big things in my life and is still doing big things in my life as well as you guys' lives as well. So I love that um, change of um, pace that God is a big God and I need to have more faith in a big God. I agree. I think that that's the big thing that stood out for me as well and what it means to fear the Lord. And you don't, and I like that he, kind of differentiated between fearing the Lord and being afraid of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And when you fear the Lord, you have respect for yeah. what he can do and you have an appreciation for how he created all of us and everything that we see. And um, to, so to come at it where your faith starts with the fear of the Lord, I thought was a really interesting message. Yeah. I really like, I've seen Solomon now three times. I really like his what he has to say and what he brings to the table. I, uh, I was just, I felt convicted when I was hearing Solomon talk about the moose and the bears and, you know, how we fear that. And I was just, when he was saying that I was running through other things in my mind as of what I fear. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, like lions or the ocean or honestly, like a thunderstorm when you're out, camping in oh, a thunderstorm sure. and just like feeling it shake your body like that's I don't like that that's pretty terrifying and then when I sat back and thought like okay well God is much more powerful than yeah wow all of this stuff that he's created that he spoke into creation like he's way more powerful than that and I I don't think I have an, a healthy enough fear yeah of God 
you know, but I really also like how Solomon wrapped it back around and brought in the gospel and Jesus and what part he plays. Yeah. Um, you know, that, yeah, that he's our advocate, you know, that we can, um, yeah, still fear the Lord, but know that Jesus, Jesus came to save us from the wrath of God. Well, it makes you think about if you have like with his analogy about walk or I guess his story about walking in on a moose. Yeah. It makes me think about if I was in that moment walking down that trail, I would be like everyone else. I'd see the moose. I'd be like, holy cow, I can't keep going that way. Let me figure out another way or, yeah, or stop and turn around or something. And, and then I think about when I'm, and met with trials, do I have that same reaction? Am I actually mm. struck with that same type of fear, like I'm seeing a moose? Yeah. Or do I true. keep on walking because I'm not that afraid? Yeah. Or that's just... Tough, that's, sometimes it's a tough pill to swallow when you it think is. about that and you think, there are aspects where I don't yeah. have that type of fear. Yeah. yeah. Or when he talked about, um, you know, comparing God to our Father. Yeah. And how when we do have a healthy fear of God like it should be comforting knowing that he is so powerful yeah and he's on my side and he's for me and me following him is wise it's the wise thing to do yeah and but when I know that I don't follow what God says Mm. you know it's a similar feeling to if you don't follow what your parents being disobedient to your parents you know you did wrong yeah and you have a fear, just an unsettling in your stomach of what's to come, you know, but yeah. thankfully God sent his son Jesus so that yeah. we can be in right relationship with him. That's good. But, I, yeah. I think, I mean, I think of so many just stories that you hear in the Bible too, that's just incredible to show God's power, but also to be able to show his mercy too. And it's like being able to have that healthy fear of the Lord, I think is incredible. I think a lot of time, like for a long time growing up, I didn't really have a healthy fear. It was more of like a, uh, I don't, I don't really know how to describe the fear I had other than it was just, it wasn't healthy. It was a, it was a scared fear where, um, like understanding God's grace allows us to be able to have a healthier fear of the Lord. And it has that respect of like, wow, God created this entire world and everything in it. And that he can control, like he feeds the birds of the earth. Like it's just, he's that powerful that we don't have to worry about any of this stuff, that he's in complete control of everything. That's good. I love that. Yeah, I can relate, I can relate to that feeling. I have it now. I have a lot of anxiety about yeah. how I'm, like what my fear is. And I, do, I still have that scared type of fear. And I have to kind of keep myself in check because God loves me he doesn't want me to be scared he wants me to feel his love and yeah. and so i think a lot of that comes from the enemy where i'm yeah kind of if i fall too far into this anxious pit because i'm like i'm not doing anything right i'm not doing things yeah. the way that i should it's that is conviction it's the holy spirit but sometimes i believe that it's the enemy working just to kind of pull you away because they're like yeah he's just like yeah Stay yeah. in this terrible feeling, but God doesn't want you to mm. feel that. He wants you to feel the love, and He wants you to yeah. understand His fear and respect for Him, so you can get to a better place where you're not scared. Yeah, yeah. I I want to um, go back to what you said that analogy of 
we have sin in the moose, and some of us will continue to walk towards the moose, even though it's dangerous to do that. It's the same way as sin is. We, if we continue to feed towards that sin and not uh, view sin as that moose, and I just know for me and for many students, I just want to call you guys out to like, hey, view your guys' sin as the moose and run away from it because it always will in the end up biting you in the butt if you don't um, get rid of it, if you don't run away from it, and if you don't hide from it. It's not to hide from it because it will always be, I mean, the world we live in, there will always be temptation. But when we see it, we should see it as a warning. Oh, that's the moose. It's beautiful, but we got to go turn around. Because mm-hmm. it is, when we say it's beautiful, it's our world, our flesh wanting it. Mm-hmm. But when we get close to it, the moose will tell us who's in charge. Like our sin will tell us who's in charge. And in the end, when you get out of it, you don't feel good at it. You feel guilty. And, and it's all that negative thought that the devil puts in our head. And I love that the Lord will give us that warning of like, oh my gosh look at this miraculous thing come back mm-hmm. so I'm looking for this one verse I'm not very great at just pulling them off the top of my head <laughs> so I gotta use a search real quick I uh <clears throat> yeah I think what's really sweet kicking off this series yeah is you know the theme of um what what is it it's uh without oh without the fear or yeah the beginning of wisdom is fearing god yeah the beginning of knowledge proverbs and salt yeah to know wisdom and instruction to understand words of insight to receive instruction yeah. in wise dealing in righteousness justice and equity to give produce in simple knowledge and direction for the youth let the wise hear and increase in learning and the one who understands obtain guidance to understand a proverb and saying the words of of the wise and their riddles and seven to fear the lord is the beginning of knowledge fools despise wisdom and instruction yes yeah so yeah what i think is really sweet is we talk about the beginning of wisdom, which I think is really underrated yeah, in our culture, is being wise. Yeah. And what I think is really sweet is in J- one of my favorite passages in James 1, yeah. 5. Yeah. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. Yeah. He will not rebuke you for asking. Yeah. So the beginning of wisdom is fearing God. That's how you get like, that's, how, that's the start of yeah. wisdom. It's like, okay, if you want to be wise, yeah, have it. You should fear and just know who's yeah. in control. Yeah. And that's God. But, I love that. But how you can just come to the Lord and say, hey, God, I need some wisdom. Give me wisdom, Indeed. and he will give it to you yeah. generously. Like, he's just willing to give you wisdom. That's yeah. really sweet. I think the biggest thing behind that is tuning your heart to listen. And the biggest thing that I know for me whenever I'm, praying or asking the biggest thing in return is then listening and praying about what you've asked yeah and that's when the lord will work is he wants us to calm our hearts he wants us to calm and mute 
the world to listen to what he's saying and he'll show you that and i mean the biggest thing is yeah i love that i so many times in my life i'm so prideful yeah that i don't want to have wisdom yeah it's like i don't pray and ask god for wisdom i say no i can i can do it on my own i can you know make a decision on my own or think through something myself but i i don't you know I don't swallow my pride and say, you know what? I should turn to the Lord and ask him for wisdom because yeah. he is all powerful. He's in control. He knows what's truly best for me. Yeah. What do you think, Caleb? Hello? Sam Street. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Yes. Nice. What do you think about this? <clears throat> he's napping yeah i think everything you guys have been saying is just on point like it's uh yeah i i don't really have anything else to add to it i guess it's just i think like like josh is saying um I, i'm also prideful person and just seeing all this is i don't know it, it definitely puts things in perspective and <clears throat> when we're tying this into the series that calvary is going through as well about just knowing the bible i think it's just for for some reason like this all just is weaving together so perfectly and it just is like i see why calvary is growing as a church i see why the youth group is growing and like god's just doing an incredible work um, through the pastors that we have and it's just it's it's so amazing to see so good i love that um yeah. luke you have any last thoughts for us um let's see if i can remember i was listening to the bible project get to get into proverbs this morning and they were talking about how wisdom works in all things. God created wisdom to be a part of everything. And and how it's since it's woven into the structure of us and everything around us, wisdom work, will always work itself out. And so it's kind of like working through the Holy Spirit with your fear of the Lord to become wise. And it's one of those things that if you stay obedient, that it'll always work itself out to be, you'll, you'll get to that point where you're wise, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, they, they can articulate it a lot better than I can, but yeah, no, that's so good. I mean, God gives us knowledge. He wants us, I mean, he's made us such a smart creature and he wants us to learn more about what he has to offer for us and what this world has to offer. And, when we go to him, that's, I mean, he, he's joyful and he wants to give it like, he's not holding it back. He wants us to, he wants to give us wisdom, but we have to tune our hearts. We have to set ourselves to fear the Lord and understand that he's powerful and that, I mean, his way is greater than our way. And I've tried to do my way and it has not been working. Yeah. And, and in the end, he'll also comfort us and give us that wisdom. It's the idea of his merciful uh, characteristic that I love. He's a big God, but he's so big in mercy and so big in grace. And it's just beautiful. So I definitely, that's like a characteristic that kind of sticks out to me. It's his mercy and his grace. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Big God, I think, big in mercy, big in grace. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think, but that, that's what's so, that's what's so cool is that like, I don't know, like think about like the most famous person you know. Yeah, Matthew like Sam that's Street, Matthew West, dude. <laughs> but 
But my point is like like that's God, but like ten times better. Yeah, like that's who God is. So good, and yet He wants to have this personal relationship with us as well. Yeah, that it's not so far off. Like the most famous person you know, a lot of times you're not going to be communicating with them on a, a a level on a daily basis, and yet God, that's what we have access to every single day, is to be able to talk to the most incredible being ever. And I think that's what's awesome because, like, we have access to that. He wants to walk beside us day in and day out. That's pretty sweet. So good. I think I'll uh, end you guys with a story from uh, when I went backpacking last year. And we were all sitting around and we had a, a meal question where we would, one person would ask a question mm. and everybody would go around and answer it. And so the question was, what character in the Bible would you want to be? Uh, I love that. And I think someone, Waldo was going, for those of you who know Waldo. An and, alumni of WNT. Yes. And Waldo, I think for some reason, maybe someone asked him, oh, you wouldn't want to be Solomon? And he's like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be that wise. He says, with wisdom comes responsibility. Yep. That's so good. And I looked at him and I said, so well, wise. that's very wise. <laughs> Waldo. <laughs> so he's a he's a little wiser coup than he was leading on, but yeah. yeah. He's such a wise guy. He was my leader, so. But anyways, we'll uh tune in next week. I don't know what we're going through. Proverbs something. Proverbs something. I don't know if we're going through Proverbs too. I don't know if we're going to go one week at a time. One I chapter. Heard through the grapevine that I may be speaking. Okay, you're speaking. What are we going through then? You'll have to find out. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> tell him. Give That's, us a little teaser. It's at the end of the month. I uh, know at the end of July, so it's I'm still a month and a half away out. So, oh, well, oh, so you're not doing week. the next one? No, no, no. I'm not doing next week. You I'm know what next July. week's on? No. All right. Well, we'll uh, tune in next week and <laughs> we'll find out what we're talking about, and we'll have it for you guys. But thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week on In the Word. Let me just find the jingle to play us out. Okay, bye. There it is. Is the podcast over? Uh, yeah. <laughs>